La maudite des vieux chauds. I have seen the dark shadows moving in the woods and I have no doubt that whatever I have resurrected through this book is sure to come calling for me. David, you look absolutely terrific, honestly. You got like you got like blue on. This is where the worst begins. This is where we must stop. For beyond is the work of madness. The nightmare of insane murder. And lingering death. Get inside and lock your doors. Close your windows. Someone is watching you. Someone is waiting for you. Someone wants to scare you to death. This is Albert from the Tuesday Show. You're listening to the goddamn Dave Hill Show. Now on a flipping Monday. No, you're an angel witch. Um, Chris. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I've already screwed. Where, where's our groovy ba- ba- uh, background music? Oh, it's coming. Oh, there it is. I can feel it. Um, what I meant to say, <laughs> I have to remember to introduce the show. I feel really feel like that would put us over the top. It might. Just, you know, uh, people are driving around. They're like, let's listen to the best live cast podcast there is. Dave Hill Good Time Hour. And then I say hello and welcome to uh, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour. And then everyone's like, oh, that rascally bastard. He's it's better than ever. Um, anyway, how are you doing, boy criminal Chris um, Grisbeck? I'm fantastic. We're down, uh, we're down a man, but... We're down the Dez. We're down New Jersey chicken rancher Dez. Uh, let's just be honest about it. He has had a botched cosmetic procedure. Um, trend around here. It's a trend. Uh, and, you know, people listening in the futuristic podcast format won't know this, but Chris and I have both just showered. My hair is damp. Yeah. I washed my hair, um, so it looks all sparkly. It looks amazing. Mine is just fully. It's like I. It's like I. Uh, I literally just slinked out of the shower. Not to brag. Um, I'm wearing my new Puddles Pity Party shirt. Oh, nice! That I designed. Nice. Um, it's. I'm sort of covering it. I got a. I got a sweet can, hoodie. Can people buy I'm those just, online? He. I designed it, and he—they were for his uh, moment house, like uh, live stream event. I don't—I don't know if they're still available, or whether they'll be. Oh, I got—I was about to turn out my headset, and I, I just discovered minutes before we started that there's a knob on these. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot to. You tell just you turn that. it up. You go like this, and you go. It's like I'm flying a helicopter. Um, I'm easily yeah, I- entertained. I, I convinced Frank Conniff to get the same set too, so now we all have matching headsets. Oh wow! 
So uh, that's that rule. I don't know what that. I don't know why I brought that up or why that's a no. Good thing, but Frank, you know, Frank Conniff approved. Appreciate it. Um, I've just returned for from four magical days and nights in the great state of Colorado. Thank you to everyone who came out for my glorious yeah. shows. How many shows two. did you do? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I did two in Boulder, two in Denver, one in Basalt, which is near Aspen, but it's not Aspen. Uh, don't call it Aspen or they get really enraged. Um, but uh, it was really fun. It's beautiful out there. As a simple man from the Midwest, I'm really... Uh, mountains get me worked up <laughs> i went hiking which turns out as as my suspicions uh i confirm my suspicions hiking is just walking yeah well it's walking in an area that you wouldn't necessarily walk in just you know get from point a to point b yeah, I, I thought there was just more like maybe you wear like a pith helmet or something <laughs> but i went uh, the mountains, uh, they were called the Green Mountains, and I went, the original plan was to go for a killer pre-show run, and I, I started running, everyone was like, oh my god, look at, everyone else was on a mountain bike, and I was just running, everyone thought like I was some feral child, you know? <laughs> And I was like, get out of my way, fucker, you know, I'm running. And they were all like, oh, my God, this guy's, you know, he's gone back to nature, you know. And I'm running. And then the first incline, I was like, no, this is quickly shifting to a walk. And I thought it was a walk the whole time. And then I explained it to someone that I had gone walking through the mountains for six miles. And they said, you were on a hike that, that whole time. I thought I'd never been hiking in my life. It turns out Wait, I was really? hiking. You didn't. I did never. You know? I've walked in mountains before, but I've never. Oh. I just considered it going for a walk. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, um, you know, I'm Irish Catholic. We're not. E we're not easily given to you know complimenting ourselves. Yeah, essentially, it is. Uh, it is just walking. Um, it really is just walking upon, you know. But it was, it was good. What happened with me, I wasn't planning on walking. You probably like, uh, you know, I, I, I was only going to go like three, four miles. And then I walked three miles and I plugged in the directions to see where my car was. And it turned out I was three miles from my car. <laughs> um, so I was like, looks like I'm walking six miles. I, I, did I... Matt, I, Matt in Iowa City asked, did, did I avoid altitude sickness? Uh, I had headaches, and then on the show Friday, I bent over and stood up a couple of times and got really dizzy. And then later I said, uh, am I just a wuss, or is that the altitude? And people were like, that's the altitude. Also, you're kind of a wuss. Yeah, um, me in uh, New Mexico. Um, went to Albuquerque some huge mountain and like pretty much passed out when we got to the top was it a pleasant passing out like you'd done whippets or something <laughs> uh yeah sure let's go with that 
Um, I haven't done whippets in, in so long. Someone, oh, oh, Dave, not good for your heart. What's not? It's not altitude's not good for your heart. Altitude isn't. I was just gonna say that someone. Well, Callie, Callie Deb says, oh, Dave, not good for your heart. Is that true? Uh, the altitude is not good for your heart. I would um, think that I always think that anything like that challenges your system must be I don't know if you uh, saw it, good uh, for you, which is why I do tons of cocaine. No, I've never done cocaine. Uh, but I did. I, I was just going to say I haven't passed out in a long time. But was I talking about this? I passed out like two weeks ago in my bathroom. No, but I feel like you've told me in the past that you passed out in the bathroom. Uh, the only times I can even think of passing out in my adult life has been in the bathroom <laughs> just those two times or i uh, when i used to live in brooklyn i passed out twice in the bathroom and was found like well one time my roommate this is a long time ago this would have been over 15 I'm trying to think of last time i had a roommate yeah over over 15 years ago and uh so one time my roommate found me and another time I just picked myself up off the floor. <laughs> you just like come to you on the bathroom floor. Like, yeah, it's weird. Cause like every time it's happened, I've been like, uh, when you pat, I'll be on the floor or passed out and I'll be thinking about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like, and I'll like, I remember thinking like, Oh, it sounds like a bowling ball just hit the floor and then in retrospect that was my head oh man. but you're sort of uh kind of watching it from this other perspective and then uh this is some good good advice for miss algae's uh never pass out this is uh, that's strong advice well i passed out um a couple weeks ago i woke up uh like with my arm in the toilet i was just like <laughs> i was standing there i didn't even go to the bathroom or anything yet i was just standing there and then next thing i knew i was just had my arm in the toilet and was just like i don't know how long i was down there uh that reminds me of a friend, uh, a friend of mine whose fiance sleepwalks, and he woke up to her flushing a towel down the toilet. Oh wow! I <laughs> like love <laughs> my friend, the comedian, the hilarious comedian Andy Main was telling me. I forget what her exact words, but she's like, "I like this show because you can kind of do anything while it's on, and you it's." It's like some weird old show that your parents would have on. I yeah. think she said that. And then she said, if you're, <laughs> if you stop paying attention, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> but she, these were all, these were all high praise. Yeah. No, I like it. And which is, you know, it's that kind of talk that gets you on the show, which is why she's going to be on next week. So there. Hey, 
Hey folks, it's me, James Arthur M., host of Minority Corner, your home through these wild times for weekly doses of pop culture, history, news, nerdy stuff, and more through a BIPOC queer and allied lens. And you need to put me in your pictures. <laughs> I am Eartha Kit. Where am I right now? <laughs> Why it's February and March that you get to celebrate me and all the other beautiful black women in your life and or your history. And still to this day. We do not have a federal anti-lynching law. This is so bad. They were like, I didn't didn't even know any of this existed. Yeah, yeah. This is why we have these conversations here. So join me and some of your new BFFs every Friday here on Maximum Fun to stay informed, empowered, and have some fun. Minority Corner, because together, we're the majority. Mr. Robot Man, what are you doing? I'm just taking one last look at my co-workers. Every journey comes to an end. Remember, Black, the space will be with you, always. Sorry, who are you again? Master Kieran. Oh, right, right, right. Sorry. Just calling in. <laughs> Friendships will be tested. Doll, you have to do it. You have to shoot Black. Okay. You shot him so fast. Destinies will be fulfilled. I've become a complete bird. I'm flying. I'm flying. Guys, we don't have a choice. We have to put on a show. We can do it in the old barn. We've got the costumes. We've got a stage. We can do it, you guys. Mission to Zix. The final season on Maximum Fun. Uh, our guest is ready to go, by the way, if you want to bring him on. Our guest is ready to go. We should get him on because we're already 19 glorious minutes into the show. Uh, and uh, he's a dear friend, longtime friend. He is, how do we describe him? A handsome man. Let's get that out of the way. Let's say that before he comes on because I don't want to blush. But he has a brand new special out called Show Your Work, and it's hilarious. It's out uh, through Comedy Dynamics, and uh, he puts me to shame in so many ways. Uh, but I felt, well, the, I'll get into this, but he he, he shot this, uh, did this during the pandemic, when I was mostly drunk, honestly. I did not accomplish anything. Uh, you're frozen again, Chris. Or maybe oh, he's Christ. Let me maybe let me bring Christian on, and then uh, I'm gonna refresh something. But, uh... Refresh something. <laughs> refresh something. There he is. There's Christian. Hello, David. How are you? Oh, hello. <laughs> Good. How are you? So nice to see you. It is, uh, it's great to see you. Thank you for having me on. And uh, I'm sorry that you're having all these technical difficulties today. It's Oh, this is, you know, I'd be lying if I said this was rare. Everything everything that's happening is just standard. This is a sea breeze compared to most nights, honestly. It feels almost yeah, like, like an incredibly dry uh, Bob Newhart sketch, except I'm seeing both sides of the conversation. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I only heard you, Dave, it would sound like a Bob Newhart bit. But the fact that, like, oh, really? You're not, it's not working? Okay, okay. Uh <laughs> anyway well this you know i accept this as high praise uh you know he's going we've lost we've lost 
we've lo- he's gotten to refresh something. Yeah. Now, Christian Finnegan, I, I'm using your first and last name for the the people listening in the podcasting format, who uh, you know, just so that you know they're driving, they're, they're overnight long haul truckers, mm-hmm. all sorts of folks. Yep. Where are you? You look. Are you, where are you right now? You appear to be in a bunker of some sort. I, a bunker with a lot of reading material. I am in a uh, a small little cabin in uh, Sullivan County, New York, uh, about two and a half, two to two and a half hours outside of the city. And uh, my wife and I have had a little cabin here for about ten years, and so that's where I'm currently coming to you from. I love it. Yes. it looks cozy. It is very cozy and uh, super cozy. It looks like you could be reaching for a mug of hot chocolate or, or cranking out a manifesto, whatever your needs. <laughs> All sorts of cranking. Chris is actually <laughs> um, Chris has actually been here, so he, he's, he's. I have, uh, yeah. You have, Chris. I spent the night. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Uh, so, how did that come about? And the rumors are true. That cabin is haunted. FYI. Yes, uh, my wife is convinced, and Chris apparently are convinced that it's. Uh, a guy did hang himself here. Uh, oh my god! Previous owner like killed himself like uh, like uh, around like 1920 or something like that. I believe I showed up with a Ouija board in hand because I, I stopped at a garage sale on the way to your place. Wait, I have follow up questions. Yeah. How if the previous owner well not not, killed not himself the immediate 19- previous not the immediate oh, <laughs> oh okay I I took you quite literally. I, I should and have I said the original like, owner. I apologize. Yes, if because I was like the previous owner. That would make him either him a ghost who kept on owning it up until 10 years ago, or you a ghost yes. who bought it in 1920. Or just weirdos who decided to buy a house that had been completely vacant for 80 years. That would be, that would be very strange. There's that as yeah. well. Now, how did you find out that the guy, hang, is it hanged hung, or hang, hung himself? I, I, hanged? I think it's hanged. I, hanged. I think it's hanged. That always sounds weird to me. I always assume that the one I'm inclined to say must be the wrong one. So I'm going to say hanged because my instinct would tell me hung, but that's probably just because dipshits told me it was said it, said it that way. Uh, anyway, when d- discussing means of uh, of yes. murder and suicide, a big conversation, execution, yes, my K through six. <laughs> um, uh, Cambry did like research. She, my wife, Cambry is, uh, kind of obsessed with history and genealogy and stuff like that. And did a bunch of research on this house. We actually found, uh, when I say we, she, uh, she collects vintage postcards and she found a postcard of our house from like a hundred years ago. That was oh, my wow. when she found that. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's kind of cool. But, um, Where did she find it? Like on eBay or something like that, you know, uh, looking for postcards on, you know, online. And oh, that's I guess, wild. Yeah, I guess back then, like, people would just have, like, they would get professional photos of their houses done when it was, you know, some guy with the hood over his head and stuff like that. And then they would make those into postcards that they would send to relatives. I guess, I, I don't know. I, I'm actually mostly making that up. Like the really creepy family photos where none of them are smiling. Yes, like that that kind of deal because it yeah. took three hours. Yeah. for it for it to, mm-hmm. to have... during the the joy. Yeah, and they, the often there's a dead baby in the photo. <laughs> yes, ideally, I mean that's you pay extra. Ideally, that's the hope. Yeah, that's the Fingers hope. Crossed. Um, but yeah, dude, I do. Oh, he tried. I think you know what? Actually, I think what it was is he he tried to hang himself. He didn't succeed. It was written about in the paper, 
And then he's, I think he said he was going to do it again. And then he did. He shot himself. And, but he definitely did die here. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now, Christian, what is that behind you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> what are you trying to scare him? I know. It's, it's, there's a man. There's a man making himself a, a, a cup of chicory behind you. This is a really boring ghost. Just really, he's a real go along to get along ghost. Uh, it's not even chicory, it's postum. I don't even know what that is. Oh, postum. I'm glad you asked. I mean, not that you did, but it's I'm a not. brand, it's a brand uh, based coffee alternative. Um, that was made, I don't know, it was made by Mormons or developed to sell to Mormons because they don't uh, ingest caffeine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and I think they very recently took it off the market, but it's like coffee, but bran with the taste of bran. So it's like when vegetarians or vegans have the the sort of tofu that is shaped to look like a chicken cutlet. Like that is basically sort of trick your brain yes. and feeling that like you're participating in the social ritual of drinking coffee in the morning or something. Yeah. And, and I imagine equally as horrifying as that chicken dish you described. Because I've had... I did have a vegan chicken cutlet and it was sort of like a... Uh, a shoe insole. Mm, yeah. Like a foam. Yeah. I think just if you're like, I, I would love to go, certainly I would love to go vegetarian. I don't know if I've ever, I'd ever have the discipline to go vegan, but I think if I did go vegetarian, I would just, you know, rip the bandaid off and eat things that I knew weren't meat. Like I wouldn't try to methadone myself by having yeah, fake food. I know if I was going to give up meat, I'd, want to not be reminded of it yeah to just have a lesser version yeah well i can tell you um the one i've had uh because i i still eat poultry and fish but i have had those uh beyond burgers and things like that superiority burger those are good yeah but they're kind and then i had some plant-based sausage where if you cut it up and put it in pasta it basically had a sausagey sort of texture to it yeah it's really good you don't feel like uh because i'm with you yeah generally speaking yeah i mean i guess if it was convincing enough i'm sure i would get over it you know i had no well let me be clear i i hate myself Uh for countering what you guys were saying by suggesting uh delicious meat alternatives. I hate myself for having done that cuz I'm part of the problem. I should have kept it to myself. No, I mean, um, you know, it's it, it, you're either part of the problem or part of the solution. I mean, I want a better world. I want to preserve this world. I just don't know that the sort of vaguely pork-shaped substance that isn't actually pork is my preferred method of getting there. Yeah. No, I I'm with you. I I mean, I don't even like I don't even like to, like I don't even know if they make them, but they used to make those Snackwell's cookies. Oh, I love them. Like diet. Oh, are they good? Uh, the, not the diet ones, but just the regular Snackwell's, the little, uh, you know, cream, little like cream Oreo kind of things. Is that what you're talking about? I thought about? Snackwell's were like the diet cookie. Oh, you might be thinking of something else. It? No, Snackwell's are not diet in any way, shape, or form. They're. Oh, oh okay. Cookies. I'm thinking yeah. of another uh, thing. But, um, 
Yeah, that I don't even like uh, diet sodas. I'm against that. That's all I drink. I, I have become that guy who's like can't handle actual soda anymore. But I literally wake up every day and have a t- pint glass of Diet Mountain Dew. Like that's how I start my day. Because I don't like coffee. Oh wow! Yeah, it's pathetic. Oh, you don't drink coffee? No, okay. I, I hate I mean, coffee. Like I not, just not that like you. Taste. I I was gonna, I was going to say I will allow it, but you know what? You're, you're a grown man, and you don't need me allowing or disallowing what you have as a breakfast beverage. I need some direction. It doesn't matter what I tell think. me how to live, please. Please tell me how to live. No, I I think it's good. I think if you don't drink coffee, you should you should uh, feel free to drink whatever you want I instead. I appreciate in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you guys have you guys ever actually eaten a McRib sandwich? Oh yeah, I never have because that's like it's like real meat, but it's fake. It, it's like fake ribs. Like they have like a plastic like bone in them, basically. Really? I thought it was just sort of like yeah. rib shape, but it was like a meatloaf essentially. That's what uh, I thought. I th- I'm calling bullshit on your thing, Chris. <laughs> fake plastic. Yeah, bone. Maybe you just got a bad McRib. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and, my food. and I would I would retain the services of a of a lawyer based on what you've just described. And you know how at the end of it, there's like two balls attached to it, <laughs> <laughs> and they don't let you off the bus until you finish. <laughs> I don't even know it. <laughs> I don't even know what I was referring to there, but it made sense somehow. Uh. Um, oh, Dan Wally says it's just a pork hamburger with barbecue sauce. He had one yesterday. Yeah. Well. Oh. So yeah. All right. I I call. I don't think that's quite it either. I think people. You guys. It's a lot of near misses. I feel like Christian and I have accurately described what the McRib is. Yeah. I um when when it came out a few like a couple few months ago that there wasn't actual tuna in the Subway tuna sub, uh, that there's no actual tuna in it. Uh, I, I went and got one immediately. I don't know why, because it was just like, oh, that sounds good. Because uh, I wait, had wait, that. What is it? I don't know. I have no idea. But I've had them at least a thousand times. And so if they were really horrible for me, it, it would have taken effect, I imagine. I'm not going mean, to suddenly stop. They that. also have they have the avocado that they squeeze out of a tube, Yeah, which is revolting. I find I Subway is... The only food I refuse to eat, like I'll eat anything from anywhere, but that's where I draw the line. I love it. Just in principle, <laughs> uh, it smells. I don't know. Well, I can't. No, no. There is a, you don't want to get the bread smell in your clothes. That is very dangerous. If you stand in a subway, like in an enclosed subway with the door closed, and you're wearing like a hoodie or something soft, like n- ten minutes after you leave, you will smell that sort of bread queef smell in your oh. in your clothes. <laughs> did you say, just uh yeah to, i'm sorry that's bread just, queef that's that's sort of just the my mental image for that smell i've always had all no i think that's a completely accurate way to describe it christian's um, really good at describing odors because i think you described hookah bars as smelling like uh, like a raspberry fart is that I, what you <laughs> I smell if you ate a thousand raspberries <laughs> And then wet farted into a used coffee cup. That that's what like a hookah bar. Oh my god! (laughs) But that's so accurate. That's what they smell like. That's really good. That's like a. You're kind of the the reverse of uh, 
like those wine experts who are like, it's like a hint of shoe leather. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, like, and yeah. a strawberry. You're just des- you're describing yeah. disgusting things. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, that. Oh, Acme Four One uh, said oh. bread queef. I'm getting that tattoo. Bread, lower uh, bread. Lower make a note of that. We have, we need to update the subway uh, Wikipedia page later. <laughs> with uh, <laughs> I've never and give attribution. Have you done? Have you altered a, a Wikipedia page? You feel like you, you seem like um, a person who probably has. I you know I've I've thought about going in, and then uh, you know like, and then I realized like oh. I don't. I don't. I don't think you're supposed that. to edit your own Wikipedia. Oh no, page. I meant I other people. Like... like, but wait. So, oh, oh, oh. I mean, so when when you see, you know, like some somebody will do something, and then somebody will fuck with the Wikipedia page, and then it'll do a screenshot, and it'll go viral for twelve hours or whatever. Like, is that just something yeah. anyone can do? Yeah. Yeah, anyone can do it, but they. I guess people are monitoring it, so it doesn't last. Right. 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 Yeah. Um. So I don't know. Subway but... Subway's goons might come after us if we. Uh... Yeah, yeah. We don't need the we don't need the trouble. No, I mean, uh, well, I... I think the the closest I've come is to like go on a page, you know, and then be like, "This guy's is, is uh whoever the person is, but like this is a, a jerk from." Uh... <laughs> what do you mean? I just want to add the word jerk. I'll, you know, it'll be like uh, Rand Paul is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know that it, yeah, whatever else. in 1962 like like then it just goes on normally yeah. from there he was he was born a jerk to uh parents who were <laughs> they like to do the thing but then i always stop myself because i i always think you know i don't i don't want to knock at the door uh-huh. oh can i just say um, i see somebody saying their guilty pleasure is gas station exiled I think egg salad is the most disgusting thing in the world, which is crazy because I eat chicken salad and tuna salad constantly. But for some reason, egg salad is just, that is just, that is like a, like a real bad scene. Egg salad. Sorry to judge. Yeah. I'm I'm not a, I don't eat any kind of egg though, but egg salad in particular. I've never, yeah. Just like, Oh, we need to add to this. Well, you know, if you want to just baby steps, uh, your way into it, what you do is get a sandwich where one half of it is egg salad and the other half is tuna salad. That's uh, my friend Bill Dolan taught me that one. So in, under what circumstances would you feel like it was necessary for you to wade into eating egg salad? Like, like I, I've, well, I've got to start eating egg salad, but I'm going to just ease myself in very well. <laughs> I, I did it because on those days when you just can't decide what kind of salad sandwich mm-hmm. you want. Yes. But often. then I thought, Maybe this is a way uh, to lead people. Mm-hmm. Uh, though I don't know. I guess for people looking to make that journey, yeah, making that journey. How can I get more uh, egg salad in my life? I'm pro egg salad. I think we bought egg salad from like Citarella the other day. So, just to say, we paid probably. You know, it's a real. You know. They really gouge you on the egg salad there. Yeah, but it's hard to fuck with big egg salad. Oh yeah, yeah. Not worth it. We need to we need to I I know I mentioned at the top, but you have a new you have a new special. We want everyone to feel the Dave Hill good time hour of spike. I need the bump. 
I need the bump. Um, you have a hilarious new special out. Uh, there is talk of Satanism, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to repeat anything in it because I don't want. Uh, that's just unprofessional. That's a spoiler, I think, as they call it. If it's provocative, I mean, if you say something like that, might people will be like, "Well, I gotta check this out." Then I'd be okay. With There's that. talk of Costco. Yes, yes, that that always. There's Satanism. Costco, Satanism. QAnon. QAnon. There's a little bit of QAnon. But what I'm, I would have been you. You shot this at QED Astoria. Your yours and and Cambry's wonderful club in Astoria, as hinted at in the name. Mm-hmm. Indeed. There it is. Look at that. Look how slick this show is. There's the graphic. Mm-hmm. Um, shot by uh, that picture. Shot by a wonderful photographer named B. A. Van Zeiss. And uh, is that QED? Uh, it, is. it is. It is. It's just uh, the photographer knew how to make it look weird. Um, yeah. But yeah, we uh, and it's directed by Victor Varnado, who I'm, I know you know. And uh, of course, love Victor. Edited by Steve Rosenthal, who's I don't know if you know him, a good friend of mine. And um, yeah, we were shooting, we were doing shows in the backyard during uh, summer of 2020. Sorry, like when everything was weird. And we kind of got the feeling that they were probably not going to let us do outdoor shows for too much longer. You know, we were, you know, distanced and masked and all that crap or whatever. But uh, so I decided before we lost the option that I would try to I had an hour that I was working on. And so uh, so I shot that and it's really kind of fun. I would say it's like 80 percent stand up and 20 percent like a little mini doc about what it's like trying to keep a place open during the pandemic. Yeah, uh, which is that that must have been so you you did no you have the stress of a business. You have a stress of uh pandemic mm-hmm. i spent just mostly crying and drinking the entire pandemic. oh i d- did a shocking amount of that a shocking I, mean, it's, <laughs> it, I was probably drunk within 10 minutes of that being shot and i probably was high the night before we shot it so i mean let's not let's be very clear about that i i i made time for these stuff oh good good yeah how were you able to did you go through during the, I, cause at, at one point I, I knew it was irrational, but I, well, I guess not entirely rational. I thought at one point I was like, well, I'll never, I'll never be on stage again. And then I was like, I'll never see my friends or other humans again. I will just wander the earth, uh, keeping my distance. Wander the earth. Yeah. Very reticently. Uh, it'd be a very yeah. tiptoeing around the perimeter of the, of the earth. Um, Yeah. This is what I meant. I mean, in a way, you know, because QED was open even after the shows, like during the holiday season last year, was open for retail because it was like a like we had a bunch of local vendors selling shit. And so, even at the height of the pandemic, like I was around people quite a bit, and uh, you know, masked obviously, and and I got the vaccine as soon as I was able and things like that. But I I never, you know, we were we would spend a few days a week up here and up here you totally get isolated and you feel like you're off the grid and all that. But when I was in the city, I generally had to interact with people. So, you know, even if it wasn't completely safe, I feel like it was a little I was less wigged out about re-entering society than I think a lot of people were who, you know, really did go into a bubble for 16 months. Okay. Yeah, because I I went full. I was mostly uh I went to Ohio, as I've discussed on this hit program, 
for I went to Ohio for what I thought would be three weeks and spent most of the year and like would literally not see humans <laughs> very often. Yeah. Which, you know, well, that's like Zoom insanity. Zoom, sorry, but like Zoom is great and all, but the one of the problems with it is that like this kind of feels like hanging out with people, <laughs> like what we're doing right now. You know what I mean? Like we are yeah. technically interacting and things. Like, and so people have kind of learned how to stay home and get by. Like it, they might not be happy, but they're like, you know, maintaining. And, you know, that's kind of hard. One of the hard things about try you know shows now is getting people to come out to shows because people have just learned how to stay home it's hard like live venues yeah are having a hard time yeah i I hope it shifts i mean i have have you found this at all like i find i love i guess i've been on a plane i may i've done like four uh trips where i got on an aer- aeroplane mm-hmm. and those felt like good like going back to uh pre-pandy times and though i do feel that like when i'm in new york this uh sort of like oh i'm here in my house i i dare not go outside (laughs) yeah i i I don't know man i mean it's hard i mean i feel like there's a lot of ptsd that new york has especially in Astoria where i am because like that was kind of the epicenter of the epicenter when things started and uh you know and sometimes I feel like in the effort to be responsible and conscientious, which is great, it's like I think sometimes people in New York, they think like, well, if I don't go out, someone in Florida won't get sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, num- yeah, yeah. the numbers in New York are, <laughs> are like super good. And I'm not saying that people yeah, yeah. Like totally relax and not give a shit anymore. But what's happening in South Dakota, or I don't know what the big hotspot states are now, is not what's happening in New York City right now. And, you know, yeah, you could kind of remember true. that. Especially, especially now that like venues are checking vaccines. Like, I know that anybody who Absolutely. comes into QED has been vaccinated, and that makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah, totally. I find that uh, all you know, everything I've just said goes out the window if I have literally two sips of beer. <laughs> I completely, <laughs> I, I, I then shift to like oh, very reasonable. Uh, yeah, I I am aware of everything you just as like I go I'm like oh we're all vaccinated we're checked everything's fine yeah I mean I don't, literally yeah. it takes not even down my throat yet the second sip it gets to about <laughs> right here and I'm like all right not worried anymore yeah <laughs> I mean I I hope I'm not being irresponsible I don't think I am I mean I I remember in I don't the, think so in the spring you know we had that sort of COVID interregnum for like two and a half months from say May first until July middle of July where it seemed like everything was trending upwards and all that and like you know I was kind of of the mind of like all right let's get back to life like get vaccinated and like you know I wish that just I wish the vaccine mandates had kicked in like literally the day the vaccine became available yeah and yeah and and just like i don't need to insult you i don't need to fight you but you can't come in here unless you're vaccinated make your own choice you you know what i mean like i I wish everything like movies restaurants everything and i feel like it would have been like maybe more awkward in the moment but it would have been cleaner and quicker than this sort of grinding fight for six months yeah i i totally agree and you know yeah i i think you know people anti-vaxxers and all this who are 
you know, saying like, I'm not, you can't force me to get the vaccine. It's like, no one's forcing you. We're just asking you to withdraw from, from society. Yeah. If you don't you just, get it, what you do what you go? want. Just don't be around us, <laughs> you know, or <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, totally reasonable. It's reasonable to me, but you know, the minute, the minute that like a certain section of people thought that like not getting the vaccine was a way of supporting a, like a certain political viewpoint like that the minute those two became like associated with each other you know that that you know you have to be anti-abortion you have to be all these other things and also not be into vaccines like it it's not an organic marriage of issues you know before that like most of the anti-vax people were like lefty yoga people yeah they were like hippie yeah. hippie people oh yeah. that's yeah. where that's where it started yeah so, well yeah. i i will say i they're still the i the most annoying is that when people are like, I'm like, come on, like you have all, all the, all the right views, but then you, yeah, then you're anti-vax. Yeah. Do you guys That's know about more the, frustrating to me? Do you guys know about the Herman Cain award subreddit? Yeah. No. It's, what is that? So, um, it's just like a suburb where people post screenshots of anti-vaxxers, social media, leading up to them getting COVID and then dying. Like before oh, and after kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Oh, wow. That's intense. Yeah. Can, a, a, a friend of Cambry's uh, that she grew up with, like a, like in elementary school became one of those people. And she had posted all this anti-vax oh, stuff and she died last week and like left like a bunch of kids in one of, you know, it's like, it's, Ugh. it's, you know, I don't want to laugh or even get mad at the people. I just kind of want to be like, we're all getting vaccinated. You have to. Now we're going to go do our thing and live our lives and you make your own fucking choices. Like I, I would, but I, I think every single place, like you shouldn't be able to walk into a, like a government building. You shouldn't be able to walk into a fucking anywhere where people congregate. If you haven't vaccinated, call me a fat. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. But it's a choice to not be vaccinated at this point. So it's not, it's not like it's you're not discriminating against anyone. It's like you, it's just a, a requirement of entering. Yeah, you can't fly. You can't fly an airplane <laughs> if you don't have a pilot's yeah. license. <laughs> like you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, but people like people just they want to act as if there's any rule that an inconveniences them in the lightest is, you know, and even though like everybody abides by all of these rules every day like when the light turns red you stop you don't like exactly you know it's yeah, yeah. we these aren't rules they're agreements <laughs> they're agreements so that we won't all fucking die and kill each other accidentally you, you know what i mean so yeah yeah exactly that's that's a, the anti-vaxxers like i wish if there were a guy like i'm not getting that vaccine i want to hear the stories about him driving his car on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah and like just all this just like like the guy's completely lawless in every way then i'd be like okay he's really doing it yeah he does not give a fuck about anything he's got his ducks in a row (laughs) but yeah it'd be you know oh i'll stop at stop sign so i'll do that thoughts on professional idiot aaron Rodgers, the dave b shows uh well i just found out who aaron Rodgers is yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how much i know about football uh and he seems like a big jerk i may use up what i intend to update his wikipedia entry with well it's funny because he's one of those dudes who like 
you know how he's like one of the athletes that has some personality, and so people act like he's like the most interesting person in the world. You, you know, kind of like like the the model who's a little bit funny. You, you know, like like the Chrissy Teigen syndrome, uh. where it's like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, this yeah. woman is Chaplin reborn. It's like, no, she's just like a moderately, reasonably, normally intelligent person. And that is shocking to you that someone uh, and it's but it's the same thing with athletes. Like when athletes display any actual charm and sense of humor in sort of self-effacing anything, people are just like, oh my God, this guy is just this, you know, and you know, he was guest hosting Jeopardy, like he was in the mix to be a Jeopardy host and stuff. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, was? I, well, I don't know that he was ever seriously in the mix, but he did one of those guest hosting, you know, where he guest hosted for a few a week or two or something. Um, so it's like, you know, you're, you've just trashed all of that forever. I mean, you're still going to be able to be successful as a football player, but any sort of off the field, like, it, you know, at least in terms of mass media, you know, like you're not going to be hosting a, a, an NBC game show when you retire anymore because of this, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like he can't, he yeah. can't go like the, the friend, uh, you know, like. Terry Bradshaw was host of That's Incredible when we were kids, or you know, wasn't it? it was Fran Tarkington? That's right, Fran Tarkington. Um, oh yeah, but you know what I mean. Like he's not going to be able to have that sort of after retirement TV career. I think based on literally just this stupid decision of the past week. Well, he could get his own Fox show, probably though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be There's like that. political in nature, though. I, I imagine maybe maybe some talk, yeah. sports talk radio. I don't know. He'll be. Uh, oh, Gutfeld sidekick or something. So you're, so you're saying they hired him? What? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix. But that show's still on. It is, dude. Not is only that? is it on, I think it's like out. It's getting better ratings than Colbert on some nights and stuff. What wow. is? I thought that that was just like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like just like a Fox News lie. Well, it may be. I'm like sure they some... they've ways of manipulating the numbers. You know, like certain demographic or whatever, but. I think that, right. you know, what people have to always remember with things like that is people who watch Fox just leave Fox on. It's just yeah, on. This is true. <laughs> you know, and this so every show that Fox airs is guaranteed. There's like nobody's like, all right, my shows, my shows on Fox are done. This is where this is the bad show. You know, they just kind of <laughs> let it roll. But there are there are those people who only watch Tucker Carlson and like Sean Hannity. And they hate Fox News for everything else because they report like yeah, like yeah, they reported yeah. you know the, the, that the, Biden the real won, news uh, side of Fox. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> these oh, fools, man. these fools, fools. Fox's parental code locked. It. Are you saying it's blocked at his house? Like I guess that's a good it. idea. Yeah, love it. I don't even know how to work. To, I'm not to brag, but I I don't know how to turn on the TV in my home. Wait, where are uh, you now? Are like, you in the city or are you upstate? Or are you in Cleveland? No, no, I'm I'm in the city. Oh, I'm in the city. But I my oh, you're saying you watch so t- little television? No, no, <laughs> I watch plenty. I'm just saying. <laughs> I thought you were I, pulling that shit. Like I don't even know. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm above it. I'm just saying I'm a, a man child who still does not really quite understand how to work the television. And, but my girlfriend will turn it on for me. It's a lot of remotes. And then uh, she like, here's your Fox news. And she hands you the remote. I don't know. I don't know where 
Uh, I only watch. Uh, I I well. Uh, I know how to work the streaming thing, the Roku mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I just. Yeah, I just watch all those free streaming channels now, like Pluto and uh, Tubi. Oh, those are they're amazing. Tubi, you're. I'm. Those are free. Tubi. Free. Is I mean, they're ad supported, oh, but they're free. Huh. Yeah, I didn't know that. And they oh. have like some really good channels. Huh. Uh, on, on yeah, Pluto. somebody got me a Roku when I was at surgery in spring, and somebody got me a Roku, and I. I don't really know how to use it. Like, I don't really get what it is. I'm sure that, like, we're on oh. Twitch right now, and so this is, like, especially embarrassing to, to say in front of tech-savvy people, but I don't really get it. I I didn't know, and now I, I'll come over to your house, and I'll get it set up for you. Okay. I'll get it set up. Thank you. I appreciate that. It, be it's not just an empty promise, right? You're actually going to do it, right? I'll struggle to. I mean, it won't work properly, just, but I will get it set okay, up. But you are going to come over. Don't you don't like to not show up. No, you promised. My pro. I'm prom. I'm coming. I'm going to bring some donuts. Okay, just just or you know something. It'll chips disappoint and salsa. me if you if you lying to me and you're not going to come over. No, I will. If if you if you be sick of being lied Roku, to. This is. I, I may not. I'm, I shouldn't lie about this. <laughs> I'm just just I'm just don't want to be hurt again. No, it's it's the last thing anyone needs. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh, what goes on up there at that cabin of yours? Uh, you know, like do you do, is it more of like a pastoral ghost thing? We, no, we are like in the woods, like are like up on it, like it's it's uh, it's dense, like where our house is is like up in the trees, and so there's no like yard per se. It's a lot of like rocky tree covered stuff. But uh, but then, but then you drive like a mile and it's like rolling hills. So it just depends on where you are. I mean, it's beautiful. It's 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 the Catskills. You know, it's it's. Uh, so you can go. You can get like a delicious cappuccino very easily. It's really close to uh, where they had the wood, the original Woodstock. Yeah, concert Bethel Woods too. is like um, five miles oh. from here. Is there a gentleman's call, club called Blue Moon? I don't believe so i don't know there of course that's what you're gonna say um um i don't think there is a strip club that we pass on the way over here but it's um it looks it it definitely it looks like that you ever see the movie green room like it looks like yeah the the rock club from the movie green room the white Uh, the white supremacy yeah yeah (laughs) oh this sounds like the place it just says um, dancers on the on the sign. This sounds like <laughs> I don't the place think it's open. years ago. Back <laughs> in the need dancers. Oh, it's, <laughs> I, it's, not, it's definitely not called the Blue Moon though. It's called something. Maybe it's blue. I don't know. Now now I'm wondering. I think it's called the Shark Lounge. I don't know. I remember years ago, and then in the nineties we. I, my band, my rock band at the time, we stayed at like the singers, some like his cousin's house or something. And they had, you know, they, it was like a family. And then everyone went to bed. And then you guys uh, went, the rest of us went to this. <laughs> we went to this place and it was horrifying. And But we bought T-shirts. And then when we came to breakfast the next morning, we all, without saying anything, <laughs> wore the T-shirts. 
you know, we were just, uh, you know, just young, you know, 22 years old or whatever. We thought it was like the most brilliant thing that, that ever happened. I kinda, felt good about it. I kind of did that. I went, I was performing in Kansas City once in the, uh, like on Saturday, the Royals were playing and I'm not a big baseball dude, but you know, like, I like going to a baseball game. It's kind of fun or whatever. And we went to, uh, me and the MC and the feature all went to the game and it was, um, like breast cancer awareness day. And so they were handing out these like bright, hot pink, uh, Kansas city Royals t-shirts and the feature act, a guy named Doug Mellard, who's really funny, but like chip, typical, like cheap dirt bag comedian, like anything free. I need it immediately. And like <laughs> knocked a bunch of people over to get like a free t-shirt. And so I not, not really, but like was like really hyper aggressive about making sure you got a t-shirt. And so I, I offered him, I was like, dude, I'll pay you $20 if you wear this shirt on stage tonight, but you have to, Oh, cause that's, that's what it was. They gave him like a double X and he's like a tiny, he's like five, eight, five, nine, something like, like a really tiny guy. And they gave him like this double X shirt. Uh-huh. And I said, but you have to tuck it in, like really blouse it up and, and roll the <laughs> sleeves up, like cuff the <laughs> sleeves. And if anybody asks you why you're wearing the shirt, you just have to say, I love the Royals. Like, that's all you can say. Uh, and, and I was like expecting it to it? be like a really hard thing. He's like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. 100%. Like, and so, yeah, he just went out on stage and, and, you know, I guess. Did he, did he address it at no, all? No, that, he, he that was the rules. Of... He was not allowed to address it. Oh, I, I said, you can't, you that. can't address it. Oh, that's excellent. But no, oh my did gosh. the other people at the table when you were wearing the shirts, did they kind of get the joke or? They did. I, you know, I think they, they thought that a little sadness fell over the room. <laughs> I think when they realized what but, it had done. Yeah, I just, I just want to know that it's still out there. It's still, still happening. Um, anyway, remember um, Billy, Billy's topless, the famous. Oh yes. Yeah, in in Manhattan, there's a famous strip club in the '90s. I mean, it closed in the in the '90s, but it was famous for decades. Or whatever, called Billy's Topless, and it was kind of like really your your trashy. Like when you think of that sort of like the Deuce, like that, that series, the Deuce, like that kind of really yeah. pretty, scummy New York vibe. Uh, but the whole time when I moved to New York, I, I understood what it meant. It's like this is a topless bar owned by Billy, but I always read it as Billy is topless. Like, uh, oh, yeah. like, hey, yeah. Billy's topless. <laughs> and it always just makes me chuckle whenever I walk by. <laughs> I, they, I went there uh, again with this same band because we were in, you know, uh, we were in a rock band. So we, we were like, we should uh, go to these places. We're rockers. And, uh, and then years later, so I, I had gone there once or twice which is to say 20 times. Uh, but, and then just a few years ago, I, I was like, went down this wormhole of like, what happened to that place? Like, what's the story? Cause I think it's like a deli, like, or a bagel shop now or something. And in my search, I found a paint or print of a painting that someone had done of Billy's topless. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh, I should get that for my house. <laughs> and then I, I thought, um, no, I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys, uh, have you guys ever been in a Pussycat Lounge in the financial district? Do you remember that? Place? I remember I don't it know existing, but I don't, I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah, I'd heard of it. It I was never... like 
a, just like a really crummy music venue. But then in the basement, there was a, a topless bar, like the saddest topless bar you could possibly imagine. <laughs> and then there was a deli next door that had the only ATM on the block. So if you went to the strip club, they would tell you, oh, we, you know, you can't use cards here. You have to go get, get cash at the ATM next door. And then there was like this door next to the ATM machine that would like just open occasionally. And like, you'd get a peek inside of what was going on. And there was like a whole other operation going on in there. Oh yeah. Like clearly, clearly they're very sketchy. Yeah. Bad things. Yeah. M- money was being made there somehow. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh boy! Yeah, music and simpler times. Uh, yeah, do you remember music venues? There's, there's a there's a venue in uh, the Lower East Side. Remember Happy Endings? Uh, Happy Ending. It was like a, oh yeah, yeah, like some comedy and storytelling shows down there. That yeah. The reason it was called Happy Ending. I mean, I don't know specifically, but uh, when I was in a sketch group in the late '90s, uh, we used to rehearse right down the street from that place, and we would walk by it all the time. And it was a place called the Zhe Health Club. And it was like, there were like always two or three uh, East Asian women like in really cheap, like tramp, like slutty dresses hanging out front in like very dim lighting and, you know, a giant bouncer standing out front. And it's like, oh, health club. Yeah. Okay. I get it. That's the, uh... (laughs) I remember that dude moved into an apartment and it was like an illegal loft space. And in the bathroom, there were three shower stalls. And and he was like, why would they need three showers? And then he realized that it was a former like illegal whorehouse. Oh wow, yeah. that's where the dudes would like clean up. <laughs> Sim- simpler time, but bit of hey, old New York. Dave yeah. B show confirmed my uh, my story. There, he says there was a code special order you could give at the pizza place next door. Oh, it was essentially yeah. prostitution. Yeah. Huh. How do you know that, Dave B? Mm. <laughs> Interesting. You know what that place is. On now? that note. Um, we uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, it's time to ride off into the live cast podcasting sunset. Mm-hmm. So we need to tell everyone, yes, once again, show your work. Show your work. It is available. Christian Finnegan's new special. Yeah, available. there it is. Yeah. Should I say say where? Yes. Uh, Amazon Prime, YouTube, Apple TV. Uh, if you don't remember any of that, just you can go to my website, ChristianFinnegan.com. You can click on it. And uh, yeah, please, please check it out. I'm, I'm super proud of it. And um, yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you, Christian Finnegan. Thank you, boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Thank you Thank for you everyone. Guys. Thank you to everyone for joining us on the live cast on Twitch. Please subscribe. To this wildly popular channel, if you haven't already, helps us keep gas in the tank. Or support us by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. Um, until next time, keep up the good work. Or something. And everyone, go watch Christian's special. Or I'll, I'll, I, I can't threaten to stab people anymore. It's best not to. That people are. I, I feel like that I could create a get, negative association with my special. Yeah, no, don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. All right. Good night, everybody. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.